Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is an entertainment podcast, and the research we do may come from semi-unreliable sources. Welcome to Research Rebuttal Podcast. It's the podcast where two stubborn friends prove each other wrong. Each week, one of us will be the researcher and one of us will be the guesser. I'm Rachel Teichman. And this is Paige Dempster. Hello. And today, we're going to talk about vaccinations and why does music get stuck in our heads. I'll be your researcher today, and Paige will be the guesser. Let's get rebutted. Hey, Paige. Uh. How's it going? Uh. I see. Mm -hmm. Well... How do you feel about vaccinations? I think they are a good thing. Oh, yeah? Yes. Have you been vaccinated in general? Mm, I mean, in general, yeah, but not for COVID. Yeah, I was asking just in general. Um, yes, I have gotten vaccines before. I am a good little bean that gets vaccines. Me too. I love vaccines. I've also gotten the COVID vaccine world out there. Canadians? Canadian viewers, Canadian listeners, if you are able to get the vaccine easier than we can, honestly, please go do it. Um, we love you. And so let's just jump into this. Um, what is a vaccine? A vaccine is an injection that you get that makes you immune to a certain strain of a certain virus. Almost. <laughs> So this is a direct quote. A vaccine is a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease, protecting the person from that disease. And we will get into a technicality of where you were mostly right, but also a little bit wrong in a, mm. in a moment. But I feel like I was mostly right. You were. You were almost entirely right. But there was one little crucial piece. Is it? Is it? that it doesn't necessarily make you immune uh well also that's not what i was talking about but that's just like an extra yeah we'll get to it don't worry okay okay but first do you think vaccines should be legally mandated why or why not and i'm talking about all vaccinations like not just covid19 but also covid19 you know what i mean yeah yeah i got you i think they should be legally mandated unless you have some kind of weird medical condition where it's like if you get a vaccine it will actually hurt you i don't know if such a medical condition exists but by off by the off chance that it does i feel like then you should be you know what is the word inoculated i don't first of all i don't know what that means it's you should get a you should get a free pass to like not Oh, oh, you're talking about the people with diseases. Yeah. Uh, well, another term for getting vaccinated is being inoculated. Okay. And you're right. There, there are such medical conditions where it's actually a bad idea to get various vaccinations. However, that's, it's unbelievably uncommon. Um, 
and your doctor would like tell you not to vaccinate your child because of a very specific issue and so yeah wait wait i also think if you have an immense immense phobia of needles like a deathly fear of needles you should also be like given the the free pass and but it needs to be like medically proven that you're terrified of needles like i'm scared of needles but like i'm still gonna get vaccinated when it's available you know um as a mental health professional i disagree with you as a person that's not a mental health professional but feels very strongly about things (laughs) i disagree with you i disagree with you on the basis that um yes phobias are legitimate yes they cause real suffering if exposed but in the interest of one's own health and the health of others sometimes you just gotta do the do and expose yourself and do it anyway sometimes you gotta suck it up but if you will like literally pass out and whack your head on the counter and die if you get an injection as long as you get a doctor's note I think it's okay I think it's acceptable to delay it for a little while in order to do therapy to learn how to deal with it and or give that person Xanax yeah I yeah like come up with some coping tools of various sorts that work for the individual but like that's not a good enough reason not to get vaccinated against things in my opinion in my opinion, a dumbass, I think it's viable. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. How many vaccines are there in the United States? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm, is it more than like nine or something? Is it like way more than nine? Because <laughs> that's yes. my initial guess. Like way more? It is way more than nine. Is it like into the hundreds? No. Okay, I'm going to guess 72. 57. Oh, okay. And this includes boosters and variants. Okay. How many diseases can be vaccinated against in the United States? 57? 25. Oh, wait, then why are there why are there 57 then? Well, like I said, there's boosters and variants to the gotcha. vaccine. Yeah. Gotcha. Can you name some of the diseases? Okay. Well, I know when you're a baby, you're supposed to get like your your chicken pox shot slash your measles shot. I know before I went to school, like to college, I got a meningitis vaccination. Um, perhaps hepatitis. I don't know. I'm get wild. Um, whooping cough, I think, is like one that babies get or something um definitely like flu shots every year um what else I had a tetanus shot one time I don't think that's a vaccination there is a tetanus vaccine is there there is maybe that's what I got then um and shingles okay Yes, uh, to all of those. I'm going to name just a couple more, but this is not exhaustive. Um, Adenovirus, Mm -hmm. anthrax, (laughs) diphtheria. Okay, I've heard of that one. HPV. Okay. Polio. 
still well you well you get vaccinated against it yeah oh okay i guess that makes sense that's the whole meaning of herd immunity i thought polio was eradicated though well so just because just because of uh, a disease is eradicated, it doesn't mean you can stop getting vaccinated. In fact, you should continue to herd vaccinate. Do we get vaccinated for smallpox then? Yes, we do. Really? Okay, yes, we that's do. cool. Super and, like, important. The plague. Yeah, like if if we stop vaccinating children, then those diseases can come back. which is kind of what happened in like new york state a couple of years ago there have been smallpox outbreaks people really not getting vaccinated huh oh yeah yeah it's it's kind of crazy actually Mm. how do vaccines work okay this is something i've always been a little confused on okay to my knowledge as a ninth grade mr luke world civilization student I've been taught that vaccines are done by basically taking an itty bit of the virus and injecting it into the person. So, and it's such a small amount of the virus that your immune system's able to destroy it and get an immunity to it. Almost. Okay. That is the that is a widely thought way that it works. Realistically, in modern times, there's approximately two different ways that they make them (laughs) so that they go into you. The somewhat older way is vaccines have a weakened or inactive piece of the antigen, but there's never really active parts of the whole virus going into you. This causes an immune response to create antibodies and memory cells so that if you do encounter whatever virus you're being protected against, your body can fight it off. Okay. Now, what's really cool is newer vaccines, and I don't think every single vaccine has this yet, but I could be wrong. They contain blueprints of the antigen which allows your body to create its own antigens. So there's never, in, in these vaccines, there's never actual pieces of the virus. There's literally just blueprints of the virus. Okay, so a vaccine more just shoots directions into your body and gives you the blueprints so you know like what you're up against and how to fight it off. Basically, that's right. Okay. And that's true with the COVID-19 vaccines where there is no active virus in it. Right. So the next question is, do vaccines give you the disease? Well, I guess on what you've just told me, the answer is no. That's right. Okay. Because they only contain pieces or blueprints of the disease. Okay. To go back to the first question where you were mostly correct, What ways can vaccines be administered? So, okay, so it probably doesn't have to be through injection necessarily. You tell me. Well, I mean, judging on your tone, Missy, I think that it doesn't have to be injection. But now I'm racking my brain as to what else could it possibly be? Could you, like, I don't know, you know how, like... Yeah, I like sometimes. <laughs> Go on. 
You know how like sometimes when your dog is sick and you have to give it a pill, but it won't take it. You have to like stick it in its butt. Maybe it's like that. <laughs> there are injections. Mm-hmm. You can also take some by mouth. Really? Really. And okay. you can even take some by nose spray. Okay, then I will change my opinion that if you're afraid of needles, you should still get the vaccination. You, ju- you should just get a by mouth or by spray vaccination if it's available. If it's available, that's the thing. Not all of them are available in alternate methods, but uh, the annual flu shot, I believe, now comes in a nose spray, which I think Ooh. is what they give to babies under... I, I could be wrong about this, but I think it's babies under two years old they give the nose spray to, but that might have changed by now. Huh. I want a nose spray. I hate needles. I hate getting the flu vaccine. I'm pretty sure you can request it. I'm going to get sprayed. Have you gotten your flu shot this year? I did not get the flu shot this year, actually. It's never too I late. I am double in trouble. It's never too late to get your flu shot. Good to know. How effective are vaccines? They're not 100% effective. I know that. I think it probably varies vaccine to vaccine. I'm, I've heard that the, the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine's like 66% effective. Oof. So, yeah, right? So but it's I'm the only just... one in the United States that's food allergy friendly, so. Yeah, it's also the only one that's single shot. True. So I'm going to take a wild guess and say that in general, on average, 75%. You are right. It does vary by vaccine and none are 100%. I am smart. I don't know that I would say 75% as an average. I feel like you kind of just made up that number without actually doing any math. I absolutely made it up. That's part of the show, baby. That is so true. What's the history of vaccines? And you don't have to go super deep here. Like I only one day there was a man (laughs) and he he was tinkering in his lab and he left a bottle of hoo-ha in the sink overnight. He forgot to wash his beakers because he's irresponsible. And suddenly penicillin was born. Yeah. And then he shot it into himself because he thought it could maybe be like heroin. But instead of giving him the good feelings, it made him immune to smallpox. I would say both are equally valid things to happen. When was the first vaccine? That wasn't like man man discovers in a sink. Yeah, yeah. The first vaccine that was not man discovers in a sink. Um, I want to say sometime after the Spanish flu, because I feel like if we knew that vaccines were a thing during the Spanish flu, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. The first vaccine was approximately 200 BCE. What? Approximately. And what was it for? Like, what was it to treat and how was it administered? Oh boy. Um, jungle foot and shoes you're close okay smallpox oh okay and get ready for this just um 
prepare yourself to be a little bit disgusted okay please tell me please tell me this has something to do with like the aztecs being the aztecs uh it was not the aztecs wasn't the aztecs the aztecs did all sorts of stuff they did but um i believe this was in china oh okay i i'm just saying you know um prepare your body for this okay i am ready my butthole is clenched okay in order to immunize themselves against smallpox one would grind up scabs from someone else's smallpox sores and snort the scab dust Otherwise, matter from a smallpox sore could also be scratched into the skin. It's like cocaine. It is. It is like cocaine. (laughs) I mean, I guess if it works. I don't think it works. Okay. Like, Like, I saw no evidence that it does. I'm pretty sure it doesn't, but, like, maybe it did work. Um, Maybe if like they already had a strong enough immune system to like to like take that much of smallpox all at once. I, yeah, I don't think it works. Okay, because I hate that what you just said there. Yeah, it's disgusting. I know, and I knew you would hate it, but um, I felt we really needed to talk about it. I mean, I guess now it will forever be in my memory. So thanks for that. You're welcome. What was like the first successful vaccine? Okay, was it after the Spanish flu? I don't know what year the Spanish flu was. It was like in 1918. It was before this. What? 1872. 1796. Okay. And it was for smallpox. Again. Again, yeah, um, I was looking at a history timeline of vaccines, which uh, you can find in the sources, and there was lots and lots and lots, like, so many years of history of people focusing on smallpox specifically. Humanity really hates smallpox. They really do. They really, truly do. And it was developed by Edward Jenner. He developed I feel it. like feel like i've heard that name actually yeah probably i think we probably learned about that in world civ or something mr luke if you're listening look where we are now look all where that, we are now look what all that quiz molded to us for real what was the first eradicated disease smallpox yeah aha uh-huh. and it wasn't that long ago either no yeah it's pretty recent like within the last 150 years i think right I believe it was 2016. Oh my god, really? I'm doing a quick Googling because... Oh, okay. Well, hypothetically 1980. Hypothetically. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not sure where I got 2016 from, but I definitely read something about 2016. I feel like... I was hearing about smallpox being eradicated back in like the sixth grade, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's not 2016. But it's pretty interesting that in our parents' lifetimes, there was a disease that became eradicated. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do vaccines cause autism? No. You're right. 
Thanks. I <laughs> Next that, question. That question wasn't for you so much as any possible anti-vaxxers listening to this. God. Uh, but you're right. Vaccines do not cause autism. I don't have more to say about this. It's just that is fact. The real question is, do vaccines have tracking chips? What? There are a lot of people who think that the government is putting tracking chips in COVID-19 vaccines. So the question is, do vaccines in general contain tracking chips, GPS tracking chips? in the fresh hell would believe that you Listen, would whoever be thinks shocked. that i'm gonna bring you in real close for a second just come here come here come here come here you already have a tracking chip on you placed by the government it's called your cell phone they would not spend extra money putting another tracking chip in you it's not worth it you really don't have to worry because you're already being tracked 24-7 as it is. Just today, I read a story about someone creating a fake traffic jam on Google Maps by carrying 99 cell phones in a wagon. It's really, they wouldn't put a tracking chip in you, I promise. They already have one in your pocket. Thank you. I have another <clears throat> anti-vax rant to follow yours. Okay. Anti-vaxxers, listen up. Your assumptions are wrong, and the only time you should not vaccinate your child is if they have a very specific condition in which their doctors say, do not vaccinate your child at this time. That is the only time you shouldn't vaccinate your kids. Vaccinations cause so little damage. They carry so little risk. Like, vaccinate yourselves vaccinate your kids do what your doctor tells you in this case essential oils will protect you from polio no they won't they won't protect you from chicken pox and by the way having chicken pox parties is such a bad stupid what? idea yeah you know, do you know about those no what the hell is a chicken pox party it better not be as bad as it sounds it is <sighs> And you and I are really part of the first generation of people to truly not experience this. Like, like even our older brothers could have gone to school with children who went to chicken pox parties. I just want to like slam my head on the desk. Like, like we are truly the first to not have that experience. Um, chicken pox parties usually are held or were held by parents where if one child like at daycare or school or something came down with chicken pox they would have a whole bunch of kids get together and like play so that they would all get chicken pox just to get out of the way don't do that what's wrong with you and this was done with like other diseases too <laughs> like 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 childhood diseases that like our parents and like somewhat older people because there were certain diseases that like our parents generation and older just got like mumps like we don't get mumps but like they did 
why and it is a bad idea to have things such as chicken pox parties they cause more harm than good just just vaccinate your kid no it's a bad idea don't do that especially because if you get chicken pox you can go on to develop shingles later in life which by the way there is a shingles vaccine so um when you're at the right age to get that you should get that because it's a vaccine and it'll help protect you yeah, and shingles is a lot scarier because you, you tend to get it when you're older and your immune system is less chipper and it, your body kind of sometimes just wants to give up on you. Yep, I have family experience with shingles and it is not yeah. a good time. It My grandpa time. had shingles twice and it yeah, was it, awful. Yeah, you can get it more than once. <laughs> so vaccinate yourself, vaccinate your kids. Like, I'm not even going to go into the evidence as to why you should do this because it is, this is stupid. And I can't believe we're spending this much time on this. Uh, And now it's time for a word from our sponsors. Do you hate getting sick? Do you wish you could have immunization to diseases? Then you need to utilize modern medicine. Make an appointment at the doctor. Bring your kids too. Let them jab you in the arm with a sharp object and be safe from diseases for a long time. Vaccinations. Go get it already. Brought to you by the American Citrus Council. Hey, Paige, welcome back. Hi there. Did you get your vaccine? Nope, still waiting. Okay. But you will get it, right? Yes, absolutely. When when I can get the appointment on the goddamn appointment website but that's for another time i wasn't talking specifically about covid but sure that's the only that and the flu shot are the only vaccines i need right now got it you know and this is to you and to all our listeners if you're in the united states you can probably get the flu shot for free yeah i should do that yeah anyway it's time for our next topic which is why does music get stuck in our heads? I don't know. I've always wondered this. This is why I put it on the topic stock. Do you get music stuck in your head? Constantly. There is constantly music playing in my head. For the past month, it has been sea shanties and nothing but sea shanties. Oh, quick question. Are we going to do the lightning round? This is how this works. I am going to take one minute to ask Rachel as many questions as she can answer. And if you hear this noise, that means she got it right. And if you hear this noise, that means she got it wrong. Ready? Ready spaghetti. How many people are in space right now? Six. Can beef be Wagyu beef if it doesn't come from Japan? No. Why do houseflies rub their disgusting little legs together? Sensory reasons. What is the windiest season? It depends on where you are in the world. How many species of ants are there? 24. Where's the foggiest place in the world? Japan. California. How many dragon type Pokemon are there? Oh, um, 12? Take another guess very quickly. It's more than 12. 20. (laughs) What art movement was taking place in the 1940s? 
the modern era. How many flavors of Cheerios are there? In the US. Why does your nose get cold before anything else? Because it's an extremity. And, and we're out of time. Anyway. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> anyway. I don't even remember what you asked me that I'm like freaking out over right now. <laughs> I don't know. What was that like second to last one or third to last? Let me check. How many flavors of Cheerios are there? Yeah, I, said- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many flavors of Cheerios are. But I asked if, if you were talking about in the U.S. and you just moved on to the next question. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was on autopilot. <laughs> Fine, very quickly. How no, many no, flavors no, no, of no, Cheerios no. It's over, are there? It's over. It's over. You get one shot in all of the world. Seven. Oh, in the whole world. Yes. 30. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so music getting stuck in your head. How many people experience getting music stuck in their head? Like percentage of the population? Percentage of the Western world. Okay. Um, 76%. 98. Ooh. I know. What is an earworm? I've heard of this before, specifically on a SpongeBob episode that I didn't like. An earworm is, is it when the, is it the is it the one with Patrick and he like gets that song on the radio and it's terrible. No, no, it's it's when SpongeBob hears a catchy song on the radio and it's he can't stop singing it and it starts to like ruin his life. Oh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, so it's that when just a very, very catchy song gets stuck in your head and people say it's because you got an earworm. Yeah, I love your use of context clues. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a catchy song that plays on loop in your mind. Fun. How does your brain decide what gets stuck? Hmm. Psychology. Neuroscience. Yeah, was not good at this in school. (laughs) I am. Um, there's probably like certain patterns, like certain beats that just humans like, I mean, I'm sure preference certainly plays a part in it, but there's probably like certain rhythms, certain beats. That's why pop music is so popular because they like hit on those few rhythms that people are known to like. And then your caveman growth, your caveman brain goes me like, and then it just keeps it. Yeah, you're kind of hitting on a question that's like a couple questions from now, but basically your brain networks, like your neural networks, are involved in perception, emotion, memory, and spontaneous thought. And so it's kind of a combination of those things that make your brain do that. I guarantee you I'm not going to remember that. That's fine. I don't think you have to. Okay. Because we'll have this recorded on the internet forever yeah and i'll have to whenever i wonder why music gets stuck in my head i'm gonna have to go to acast.com slash research rebuttal episode 36 vaccinations and music stuck in your head forward slash 69 and go to minute 20 seconds 36 to remind myself 
Why does music get stuck in your head? Who is more likely to have earworms? Um, demographic? Um, whatever, however you want to answer it. 20-something-year-olds that have gone to college. There is a number of factors, but big ones include people who have anxiety, OCD, and or stress. Also, oh. <laughs> certain certain moods can trigger it as well, like nostalgia. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> yeah, I know. Rip. Oh. <laughs> what types of songs get stuck? And this is kind of playing to what you were saying a minute ago. Catchy songs with certain rhythms. Yes. Faster songs that are easier to sing tend to be the ones that get stuck in your head. And also uh, quick rhythms, but also surprises. Like if the rhythm suddenly changes, if there's any kind of surprise like that in the song, it's more likely to get stuck in your head. I am a slut for a good drum solo. Me too. If it has a drum solo, it's probably been stuck in my head before. That's great. It's good you know your triggers. Oh, yeah. When is it more likely to happen? Hmm. I'm going to say at nighttime when you're tired and, like, you go to bed and, like, it just, the music sticks to your brain throughout the night so it's in your dreams and then you wake up and it's still there. Generally, when you're doing something routine, like, sort of monotonous, um, it's more uh, likely to happen. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And finally, can you name some ways to get rid of earworms? According to SpongeBob SquarePants, episode 369, you can either drive it out with terrible music or replace it with an even catchier song, creating a terrible robberus of music getting stuck in your head. Yeah, those are some ways. Like, you totally can listen to a different song in order to get rid of it. Some other ways include accepting it and not rejecting it, because the more you reject that it's stuck in your head, the more it's going to stick. There's no good reason to reject that a song is stuck in your head. You should just vibe with it. Agreed. And like what's, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to hum it out loud and then people are going to look at you weird in the stop and shop. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a big deal at all. No, then you just hum it louder. Exactly. Some other ways include distracting yourself in whatever way you want. Okay. Chewing gum, supposedly. Hmm. CBD, CBT techniques such as replacing the thought i am crazy because of this to earworms are normal maybe some cbd as well yeah maybe some cbd as well listen to or sing the song all the way through okay and finally like you said listen to a different song yeah i've yeah. definitely done the sing it all the way through before to like get it out of my system and it works Absolutely, it works. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, that about does it for this episode of Research Rebuttal Podcast. You can find us on social media at on Twitter at Research Rebut and on Instagram and Facebook at Research Rebuttal Podcast. 
You can email us topic suggestions at researchrebuttalpodcast at gmail.com and um, let us know. What's a song that's been stuck in your head? Yeah, what's a song that's been stuck in your head? And when was your last vaccine? And what was it? Did you get the COVID vaccine yet? Yeah, did you get the COVID vaccine yet? Like, we're very curious. We want to know. And American Citrus Council. You owe us money. Yeah, you owe us so much money. We keep doing these plugs for you and you haven't given us our cut yet. We just want your grapefruit pennies. We just want your grapefruit pennies. Canadians, can you give us the number of Canadian Citrus Council? Like, don't get me wrong, we love you, but give us that number if you have it, please. Yes. I've heard it's a Canadian secret. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thought we were done with this. <laughs>